You're listening to the Before Midnight Podcast with your host, Felicia and Jessica. Grab your Bible and a cup of something warm. We're going to chat about making the most of the magically transformed lives we've been given. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. We are so glad that you're here. And today we are going to tackle a topic that I think a lot of us are feeling, especially this time of year, and that Mm -hmm. is practicing your priorities and more specifically kind of finding that balance between trying to get everything done, but realizing that you can't actually get everything done and learning to be okay with that and how to know which priorities are most important. And so that's something you're feeling after all those new year's resolutions are starting to Mm -hmm. catch up with you. Then this episode is for you. (laughs) Yeah. I think the last two weeks for me, it has felt that I have felt that more so than normal. And it feels like I'm trying to juggle a lot and stuff is dropping and I'm just kind of like, you know, what do I do? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But one verse that I, that really came to my mind right away. um, And I think we've talked about this verse before, but it's when Martha and Mary are together and Martha's, you know, freaking out about all this stuff that she's trying to do. And Jesus specifically says to her, you're trying to do many things, but only one of them is important. Um, and I think with us, a lot of times there's so many things we're trying to do and a lot of distractions, but really there's only a few that are super important. And so just making sure that you're like checking in with God and checking in with yourself on, okay, what is actually important to me? You know, what do I, what do I value? And like, where is God wanting me to go? Because you just can't do everything all the time, all the same time, you know? Yeah, as yeah. much as we think we might, we, exactly. we cannot. And mm-hmm. and yeah, like you said, it's an ever-growing process. Yeah. Like I like that because I think that sometimes we make these New Year's resolutions at the beginning of the year and then we think, okay, the rest of my 365 days this year have to look like this. Mm-hmm. And we don't take into account all of the things that pop up in our life in those 365 days, right? Like yeah. I think back to what happened all in my life last year just in 2023 and there's like over half of it I couldn't have predicted at the beginning of the year and so just kind of learning to ebb and flow with where God is leading you is so important Mm -hmm. I think another thing that's really good when we're trying to remember what our priorities are is um making sure that you're not getting distracted and that like other people aren't trying to pull you in too many directions Mm -hmm. and having a vision for your life and like what what is meaningful to you? Because I was thinking about in work (laughs) and I'm kind of in work mode. I just got off work, but I'm thinking about job descriptions and I haven't had a job description in like two years. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But with job descriptions, the, the benefit of them is that you have a focus and you have set duties on what you're supposed to do. But if you don't have a job description, it's tempting for you to try to do too many different things. And mm-hmm. it's also tempting for other people to try to ask you like, hey, do you want to do this or this or this? Mm-hmm. And you can't really, you don't feel right about saying no because it's like, oh, well, I guess, you know, that might be a duty I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't know because I don't mm-hmm. have feel I guilty. don't have a job description. Yeah. So you don't have a job. <laughs> I literally. <laughs> so just getting a vision for your life is kind mm-hmm. of like that job description of what yeah. I should be focusing on right now so that when people or even just yourself try to ask too much of you you know what to say no to and what to maybe you know just push push on with I guess yeah that's really good I love the job description 
thing because I mean I think we all usually have one whether you have a full-time job or maybe your job description is you know mom right it's whatever it is it also changes with this season so Mm -hmm. sometimes we can really hit a groove with like okay I've got this figured out I've got my life figured out my job description figured out right and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden seasons shift and now you you maybe need to shift your job description and maybe shift the priorities that are most important to you in this season you know yeah there are things that are important to Jeff and I right now that we're putting a lot of time into but if we were to say like start having kids then I would probably need to reshift some of those priorities if I'm going to start taking care of babies and things like that. Jessica do you have information for us? (laughs) No I do (laughs) because obviously this podcast is where that news would be shared first and foremost. Of course. But no but I think it's important because I have I have friends I don't have kids right now but I have friends who have young children yeah and if you look at our lives it could be easy for us to compare ourselves to each other and go oh well those are your priorities so I should probably be doing that more and it's easy to compare and contrast our lives with people that are in completely different seasons and so their priorities probably aren't going to be your priorities nor should Mm -hmm. they and so exactly kind of realizing the season that you're in can be really important to not like you said get distracted with everything else yeah um I thought of a really practical way to deal with priorities because recently like I said Brian and I have kind of both been feeling this. It feels like one of the things that's just dropping right now is like house stuff, you know, like cleaning, um, like working out and everything like that, like cooking. Okay. Working out's not house stuff, Felicia. Um, stuff, it's, I'm doing it in my house. Um, true, true. Yeah, true. So one super practical way that we've been, you know, kind of getting our priorities in line and figuring out how much time we actually have is we found this app called Tick Tick. And you put all of the things that you're trying to get done. And then I've it, heard of it before. It's really good. And then you separate it out amongst days, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, however many days you want to add stuff to there. And one thing that's good about that, other than just seeing everything that you have to get done, is also realizing, okay, maybe I'm trying to do too much mm, every week. Yeah. Because if you just have it all floating in your head, it feels it might feel like, oh, well, I should be able to get all this done. But I realized from doing that, it's actually, this is probably too much because you're having like all these three things after work every single day. And it's like, well, okay, that probably is too much. You know, like what doesn't need to get done every week? Maybe it can be every two weeks, you know, super practical, but just like maybe putting out everything you're needing to do and getting it out of your head because that can can sometimes make it feel overwhelming too when it's just in your head and it's not written out. In Matthew 6.33 in the Amplified, it says, but first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you. And I love the way that says that, like the attitude and character of God is what we should be striving for and meditating on and Mm -hmm. focusing on. Absolutely. And then when we do that, it says all these other things will be added unto us. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the thing is like when you have kids, you start off by kind of, you know, disciplining them, however you do that, but you kind of attach a consequence to an action, right? So if they do something wrong, there's a consequence, right? Whether that's taking away their phone or disciplining them or, you know, they have to go in quiet time. In or, a corner. In the corner. Whatever it is, there's like you're connecting their action to a consequence. They'll avoid doing it, mm-hmm. not because it's wrong, but because they don't want the consequence, right? Yeah. 
And that's how you start training your children. But then as they get older, you don't want your 18 year old afraid of getting a spanking or afraid of like having to sit in the corner to not do drugs or to not come home at 2 a.m. or to not, you know, X, Y, Z. You want them to actually mature to the point where they have your attitude, they have your outlook, they've matured into your way of thinking to where they understand right from wrong. They know why they shouldn't do these things. And then as adults, they can make those decisions for themselves, right? That's the goal of every parent. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like in this verse too, it's also God kind of saying like, look, Yes, there are things I've told you not to do and things I've told you to do, and those are good and you should do those things, but the goal is to gain my heart and my character and my attitude about Mm -hmm. life. And when we mature into his character and his attitude and his personality, right, then whenever we're faced with anything in life, whether it's struggling priorities or too much to do, we don't have to go, okay, God, tell me exactly what priorities I need to do and don't do, Mm -hmm. right? It's like we have his attitude and his personality and his character, and we can actually make decisions for ourselves as mature Christians, knowing how to handle each situation and each season that comes our way, and we don't need it spelled out for us black and white every single time. Yeah, that's true, because if God's in first place, I think everything else in your life will easily, more easily fall into natural priorities, you know, because if he's, and I've heard this just actually recently in a sermon, and they were talking about how if God isn't in first place and you try to put him in like second place underneath all the stuff that you have to do, naturally and inevitably he's going to fall like into third and then fourth and then fifth, Mm. you know, but if he's in first place, it, it helps you because you have his heart, you know, and you're focused on him. And so your priorities will naturally align with what his priorities would be, right? Like if God is first in your life, you won't be prioritizing, you know, I can't think of anything specific, but like a sin, you're not going to be prioritizing what <laughs> you're not going to be prioritizing doing some, something really bad <laughs> because, you know, you have God's heart and like, He's the first in your mind and that the Holy Spirit will lead you naturally in what should I be prioritizing. Yes, it really sets, it becomes your compass to where in every situation you don't have to go, okay, God, what am I supposed to do? It's like you've got that compass Mm -hmm. developed on the inside to just know where I'm supposed to go. Okay, so there's a (laughs) German word that I'm going to try to say and I'm not going to say it correctly, so I apologize. Oh, I'm German. You better get it right. I know. This is in honor of Felicia's German heritage. So it's called... Antaishung. Antaishung. Something like that. Sounded okay. beautiful. It, it, it is. And it looks really pretty too. I'll put it up on the screen. But Antaishung is the German word for disappointment. However, whereas in English, disappointment means, you know, sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. In German, this word means to remove the illusion. And I find that very interesting because I think when we're talking about priorities and trying to get everything done, we so easily want to think like, okay, if I don't get all this done, I'm failing because look at what everyone else is doing. They're doing it fine. I'm not, I'm failing. And we have this sense of guilt and displeasure because we didn't, we didn't meet an expectation that we had for ourselves that we thought we were being held to. But in, Mm -hmm. in German with this word, it actually means to remove the illusion if you think about it, there's an illusion that the enemy tries to put on us that you need to do all these things in order to be successful or to be a good Christian or to be a good mother or to be a good wife or to be a good 
girl boss woman, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. there's like an illusion because if he can't stop you from going after God's plan on your life and going after things, then he'll get you so caught up in this cycle of just trying to tire you out and get you in this disillusionment of what you're supposed to do so that you remain distracted exactly. and exhausted and tired and spending your efforts trying to do something that you're probably not even meant to do. Yeah. And it's also an illusion to think that other people are getting everything done. Absolutely. Well, Instagram you know? reels are not reality, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if there's people that might seem like they're getting stuff done and they're doing it with flair, whatever, but like, <laughs> you know, they could be struggling too. There could be things dropping in their life. And I think yeah. we're all dealing with that to a certain extent, you know, two practical ways I was thinking about with priorities is one of them thinking long-term in your life in 10 years in 20 years what do you still want in your life for me it's like I still want to have deep relationships with people that I love you know I still want to have a strong marriage I still want to be in you know growing closer to God and I still want to be healthy so when you think about what do I want long term it'll help you prioritize stuff in your life right now right like absolutely yeah yeah think about the life you want start exactly. planting those seeds now yeah yeah and then the second thing is just like kind of listening to what desires God has put on your heart because God gives you the desires of your heart and so following those you know that'll give you a, a better idea too of maybe like what God's calling you into and maybe what you can focus on a little bit more following the desires in your heart or, or what God's planted inside of you is mm-hmm. so important and so often we grow up and we kind of forget about those dreams that we had and we yeah. think oh it's time to grow up and be mature and forget about all those silly little dreams I had but mm-hmm. those are our compass those are what are guiding us and I was thinking about this topic and I was thinking of the story of Cinderella and really the villain in the story is the evil stepmother, right? The stepsisters just do whatever the stepmother says, Mm -hmm. but the stepmother is so threatened by Cinderella. Like I love the live action, um, one with Lily James. It is so good. I mean, it's just the best. Let's just be honest. Okay. I've been wanting to watch that movie actually. We should watch it. We should watch it because it's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's incredible. But the the actress, I always forget her name, but she does an incredible job at playing the evil stepmother. Mm-hmm. And you can just see it on her face when she sees Cinderella. She is so threatened by her because of her beauty and her kindness and her character. She knows that her daughters don't stand a chance when it comes to getting the best husband, especially the prince. And so you can just see how everything she does to Cinderella is to keep her busy, right? To burden her with tasks that don't even need to be done, but just stay busy, stay busy, stay away, stay burdened, stay, you know, get dirty because you're so busy doing all these things. Like she wants to keep her hidden away under duties and demands that don't even really mean anything, but they just keep her in this cycle out of sight and out of mind from other people. And Mm -hmm. that's exactly what the enemy is trying to do to us. He sees our potential so often more than we do. He sees the future and that is on the inside of you. He sees the dreams that God put on the inside of you. And he doesn't attack what he's not threatened by. So there's something on your life that absolutely terrifies him. And so what does he do? He busies you with work and duties and demands and priorities that should not be priorities to keep you busy, keep you tired, keep you out of sight, 
out of mind so that you're not so much a threat anymore because you're driving yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. And that is how he works with us. And so really taking the time to sit and look at your priorities. What is my heart aching for? What are the dreams that God's put in my heart? What do I see for my life 10 years from now? Does this really matter? What should I be spending the most amount of time on? And then spending time on other things is fine if you have it, right? Just like a budget. Like if you if you have the extra money to spend on something, that's fine. But are you spending money you don't have, mm, right? Really are you good. spending time you don't have? Yeah. And so really taking it seriously and realizing that this is a ploy of the enemy to keep you distracted and away from the purpose that God has put on your life. That's really good. I, I actually was just feeling like a lot of pressure of all this stuff I had to do. And then, like I kind of said earlier, I started writing it down. Like this podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And one of the things was like all these trips I'm trying to plan. And one of the things that was feeling like a huge burden trying to plan is a trip that I'm not wanting to take until September. And I'm like, it's February. I'm like, Felicia, (laughs) relax. You know, I think like we can get so caught up. And like you said, like the enemy just throws all these duties on us that is not even important. Like, you know, what can you put off for now? And it doesn't mean you never pick it up again, but there's just probably Mm -hmm. things on your to-do list and in your mind Mm -hmm. that is that can be put on pause, you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be worried about right now. I think it's time for questions. All right, lay it on me. (laughs) Okay, so I talked a little bit briefly earlier about sometimes it's not only us that, like, you know, or the enemy that's putting a lot of stuff on us, but sometimes it's other people in our life, you know, that they're, like, asking stuff of us, and it's not always malicious. Like, maybe they just don't know, you know, what's going on, Mm -hmm. but... I feel like you're really good at handling that sort of thing. Oh, thank you. And so what can someone do or say when another person is trying to pile things on them that aren't a priority in their life? So this is really funny because I I do, like, I don't have a problem saying no. I know. Like, That's why I'm just, asking I, you. I know. <laughs> It's so funny because, yeah, you're, you you say that that's hard for you. And I'd say it's pretty hard for my husband too. (laughs) And yet I think God puts you with people that you kind of need. Yeah, because it's it's easy for Brian too in most situations. Watch, watch, ready? No. (laughs) No, but I know what you're saying because you don't. I'm like profound. (laughs) Yes, thank you. You don't want to come across like you're not willing to help or you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone to help someone else or lend a helping hand. Mm -hmm. And so I completely understand that feeling. There's a few things that I go by that are probably more practical. I'm not saying that they're like spiritual law and you should always do it this way. But some things that help me with decision making is first and foremost, if I don't have, if someone's not willing to give me time um, to give an answer, like if it, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm asking and it's right now, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you're married, use your spouse. You, I use my, and I tell Jeff, I, was, I tell him, use me. Say, let me run that by Jessica. You know, and I'll say, oh, yeah, well, let me run that by Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, and people should not have a problem with you running things by your spouse because, you know, you should be running things by exactly. your spouse. Even if I don't, I told Jeff, I'm like, even if you don't need to, just tell them that you're going to do that so that yeah. you have some time to think. Mm-hmm. And But the thing is, if someone's pressuring you to make a decision in that moment, I mean, unless it's like, hey, can you grab me a coffee on your way out? Obviously, those things are fine. But if people are wanting you to commit to something and you're unsure of it, 
then make sure that you give yourself some time. Be like, hey, can I get back to you? I, I'm going to run that by Jeff. Or you know what? Can I check my calendar and see kind of what my my time is on that? And let me get back to you. Mm-hmm. If people aren't willing to let you have some time, then then I'd say it's an automatic no because I don't believe that God operates that way. And I think if people, no. I think if that's happening, then it's probably manipulation based. And I don't think they're always trying to, but it is one of those things where, all right, well, if I can't think about it, then I'm sorry, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, at the end of the day, I think it is kind of a mature thing mm-hmm. to learn how to say no to someone, yeah. you know, and not just always blame it on something else, but mm-hmm. just be like, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not able to do that right now. I explained that that's not something I can do right now. I apologize. Um, but I don't feel pressure to explain why I can't. You know? Yeah. You don't actually need to explain that really. Now, if it's like your boss, you know, you might need to explain. That's a totally different conversation. <laughs> different thing, yeah. But just if someone's saying that, asking you for something, it's okay just to say, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm not able to do that right now. That's so true. And I think people yeah. respect that. You know, if someone who can like, and I've had situations where I've seen other people do it in such a way where it's like, how do they do that so smoothly? You know what I mean? You have to be okay not being everyone's answer. You can feel that pressure and that guilt of like, oh, well, if God told them I'm their answer to this problem they have, it's like, no, that's not how God operates. Not through guilt and condemnation. If you are, if this is an exciting opportunity for you, go for it, Mm -hmm. but don't feel guilty saying no and don't feel like you owe people all these excuses for why you're saying no you don't and just be comfortable with the idea that you know what I'm not everyone's answer and I can't be everyone's answer maybe this is a time for them to really lean into the Holy Spirit and you don't want to rob people of that Mm -hmm, for sure all right Felicia I've got a question for you how can you tell if a priority on your schedule is a distraction or something that God really wants you to prioritize in that season Well, yeah. I mean, I would say like kind of following the desires on your heart, but I think it's important to really just keep checking in with God on that. There can be things that God has put on our heart and we start moving in that direction, but we overcomplicate it. You know, like we make it more complicated than he called it to. Like, (laughs) let's say, um, like, let's say God called you to volunteer at your church and um you feel like a desire to do that you know like you feel a a desire to work in the children's ministry or the nursery or something but then people in the church are like hey can you come work on like the saturday nights and Uh the sunday mornings and the wednesdays and like or you feel like the need to do that Mm -hmm. you know so maybe just continuing to check in with god and make sure that what you're doing is still um you know is still manageable and it's still to the level that he's called you in the season Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please give it a like and also subscribe to our channel so you can catch all of our episodes that are coming at you every single week. And if you didn't know, we also have an Instagram and Facebook, so feel free to check us out on there. And until next week, remember, have courage and be kind.